Hello and welcome to Come Out and Play, the D&D podcast that's all trans, all the time. My name is Benjamin, my pronouns are he, him, and I will be your DM for this campaign. My name is Moss, I use Z, them pronouns, and I'm playing Ember, who uses they, them pronouns. They are a human paladin of the singing flame. My name is Mel, I use they, them pronouns. I play Trick, who also uses they, them pronouns. Trick is a huge human warrior and Ember's elder sibling. My name is Haz, I use they, them pronouns, and I play Maynard, who uses he, him pronouns, and he is a skittish wizard. So you are intrepid party of adventurers-ish. Depends who you ask. Have been exploring the ruins of a castle deep within the White Forest. It is shrouded in an unnatural cold. It is standing half ruined amongst the trees. You were sent here to fight undead, and undead is what you found. You worked your way through the castle. You found strange, scuttling accumulations of bone and ice. You fought your way past them into another chamber containing five coffins, three of which were standing open and disgorged frozen cadavers who you have just defeated. What would you like to do? Well, I... Oh, no, no, that's right. We just have, um... Hmm. I would like... I believe Trick, in particular, is still standing on one of the unopened coffins. Yes. Yes. I would very much like to get down carefully off of this coffin and, sword drawn back, push off the lid. Okay. So you hop down from the coffin, which is about waist height. It's a proper, like, sarcophagus. Mm -hmm. And you... What are, you, are you putting a foot against it? How are you opening it? Um, I guess I've got to drop my shield. Or no, I just use the rim of my shield to sort of lever it off. Okay. Um, roll a strength check. Cool. Like, I'm more concerned about, like, keeping this... No, it's just a big slab of stone. Oh, yeah, yeah. 18. It takes some shoving. You don't get it off all in one smooth motion. You just kind of push and push a bit more, and it gradually grinds across and slides over and falls very loudly onto the floor on the other side. Maynard jumps a little. There is a dead body inside. But... I stab it. <laughs> I'm taking no chances. I'm taking the head off. This is the butt. It's... There isn't really a head to take off. Oh, okay. Oh. Rather than being successfully embalmed, this body has kind of turned into soup inside the sarcophagus. Ugh. It is now a layer of frozen soup with some fragments of bone in it, some evidence of grave goods. But there was just not enough left of this one to reanimate. You stab it. You have stabbed most of a skull embedded in ice. Gracious trickle, what the hells was that about? I can't assume any, I, anything good is happening to my nose right now. I mean, it's all frozen, so it's kind of fine, actually. Okay, cool. Come on, let's check the other one. Did you... All right, come on, let's... Did you just say... Gracious trickle? Yeah, trickle is... is... is their full name. Well, I mean, it's not... It's not my full name so much as, so much as their name. But honestly, you, you, you would, you would never. Oh, I suppose you're not that much younger than me. Are you? Much younger than me, than you are me. I say, kind of scowling at you. <laughs> anyway, it's a, it's a child's name. It's a diminutive. Mm-hmm. Call me Trickle. Forty years old. <laughs> Maynard sort of smirks to himself and says, "Okay." Sorry. <laughs> uh, if we would like to take ten minutes, I can do a prayer of healing and get us some healing. That if would... anyone needs it. I'm... I don't feel the need terribly. Is anyone hurt, really? I'm Why at 26 I... out of 45 hit points. Oh, you're quite badly hurt. What happened to you? I don't know. That was a week ago. 
<laughs> I don't remember things. My God, they're delirious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somehow I have I have fifteen hit points out of fifty six, and I don't know how I got Ooh. that low. But I mean, we I, we did do some fighting. Yeah. We did we, do some fighting, but back, I we did some back to back fighting. Yeah, I mean, you were a giant. That was pretty cool. That was fun. That oh was yeah. Cool. <laughs> Oh Did yeah, you feel I was cool. subtracting most of the hits there. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna do this prayer feeling. We're just gonna have to sit in. Well, All right. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me just have a quick look at this other. Back upstairs. Let me just check out this other sarcophagus first. All right. I I do I do similar, but this time I don't stab it for soup. Roll another strength check. I mean, I I'm, I'm I might even just drop my shield this time. Okay. Okay. If you're sure, I'll let you just you know. I'm really strong. I've got strength 18. I'm just lifting the lid off of it, like a normal person. <laughs> you lift the lid and a sword swipes at you. Oh, this time! <laughs> <laughs> you didn't stop to listen for scratches on the inside. <laughs> Queen beneath the fucking bridge, I say as I jump back. <laughs> <laughs> there is an, a, a frosted, mummified cadaver with a sword and armor really nice armor rising up out of a sarcophagus and swinging at trick uh-huh. uh, cool are we rolling initiative or i think maybe just it it has initiative i don't I think, think it's just probably narrative this one yeah. because there's one of it and four of you yeah okay yeah okay i don't know do you want to just do you want to just make a swipe at me and see if it connects yeah, let's let's do that first swipe and see if that connects, and then feel free to just tell me you're piling in because like you outnumber this thing four to one. Yeah, uh, it it misses. It misses with a seven. Mm, yeah, that that does miss. So it's probably because it's still sitting inside its own sarcophagus, trying to stab at the person opening it. It's just a very awkward angle from which to stab. And this is why I stabbed the first time, Emberlyn. <laughs> <laughs> Emberlyn. We're learning a lot today. (laughs) Fine. Just didn't think there was any point in disturbing dead people if they didn't need to be disturbed. This one is so disturbed it's actually climbing out of a sarcophagus right now. Yeah, and I'm as I'm talking, I'm pulling back uh, my crossbow (laughs) and shooting. Fabulous. Can we assume that between us, we do, in fact... I mean, I would like to tell me how you pile in and destroy oh, it, but yeah. I, I mean, I'm just grabbing my shield. Like, we've got, we've got competent casters, like... Yeah, I'll use the last of my mace to uh, float that over there and... Oh, yeah, spiritual weapon, it. just bonk it in the nose. Yeah, and try and not hit the armor, because if it's nice armor, we might want to I was going to say, what, what kind of nice armor? It's but... wearing half plate. Hmm. Ooh, is it quite big? It's human-sized, rather than halfling like the other one. Hmm. Oh, that's quite good. Might be cursed. Uh, we can think about this once we once we kill yeah, the big yeah. one. Yeah, you, you pile in, you you re-murder the <laughs> cadaver in its rather nice armor. <laughs> just casually <laughs> discussing its armor as we are currently. As you, as, as you are smashing it to bits. Yeah. <laughs> just like oh, once once this fellas. Once yeah. this fella's dead, we should uh, take a look at what he's wearing. <laughs> yeah, he's got nice armor. All of them are wearing at least some bits of jewelry. Um, this guy's wearing nice armor. Some of the swords are pretty decent. There is looting to be done in this room, should you wish to do it. Uh, there is also, however, the door you have not yet gone through at the far end with the frost on it. Hmm. I mean, I think if they'll leave us alone long enough, it's worth trying to rest. Uh, okay. Since you look pretty badly beaten up, and I'm not I wouldn't mind a bit of a sit down. Shall we take a short rest? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, a short rest is an hour. Oh, is it an hour? Oh, a prayer of healing is ten minutes. Yeah, it's an hour. My prayer of healing is only okay. ten minutes, well, so let's take a very short rest. You can. Yeah, you, you can take a, a little breather for real to do some praying. Alrighty. And how many hit points do they get, Rin? Uh They are going to get 17 hit points. Delightful. Wait, all of us? 
Yeah, each. Oh. Yes, for everybody. Wow. I don't need it, but thank well, you. Well, you're getting it anyways. <laughs> Rail, are you, is that good for you, or are you still hurting a lot? Uh, I'm probably also going to take uh, the healing potion I have on me, just to, okay. just to make sure. Okay. Maynard wishes to inspect the names on the sarcophagi. Uh, sure. Let me pull up a name generator. <laughs> because these guys have not been named. Um, what, what in particular are you looking for? I mean, each of them does have, and you know, they have names and little inscriptions, not dates. It doesn't seem like when they were buried, the people burying them thought that dates were important. I'm just looking to see if there's a familial connection between them. Um, a couple of them. They're not all from the same family or any of anything. Uh, but the, the, you do find the same surname a couple of times. Okay. Thank you. Um, do, do, do. What was I going to say? Oh, um, I was going to say I would like to uh, take a look at some of the grave goods and also um, as I'm going from uh, body to body, just kind of give them a little holy water sprinkle and maybe do a little quick uh sure prayer for them see this is why drow burn our bodies so this doesn't happen i yeah that seems like a good idea i mean you know usually we just put them in magma but whatever's available uh the grave goods you find uh, a substantial amount of jewellery, all of them have got at least some, including the one that is soup. So there's there's rings and necklaces and a couple of brooches, and if you collect all of those up between the gold and the, the gems and the craftsmanship um, collected, they'd be worth about 500 gold pieces in sundry bits of jewellery. Alright. The, the uh, nicest set of armour, I mean, they were all buried in some form of armor but it hasn't all survived very well it's just the one set that's in you know good enough condition to just take and use that is half plate mm-hmm. nicely decked. could do with a clean but nicely made some nice sort of etched decorations in it it would certainly fit you it would probably fit trick if you replace the straps with slightly longer straps um, and a couple of the swords are also well made and and would fetch a bit if you sold them. Cool. So you have you may mark two uh, nice long two two fine long swords. Cool. As well as the armor. I've got them in the party inventory um, sheet now. I mean, I do wonder who's carrying it since since half plate is probably pretty heavy. I was just about to ask Trick if they would mind if Ember just took a few minutes and put that on. Because I'm currently wearing chainmail. If it fits you, wear it. By all means. Excellent. You can do that. It could do with some upkeep. The The, the straps are very stiff with age, uh, but you can make it work with a bit of, bit of wriggling. Yeah. And Ember's good at doing armor upkeep, though. Yeah. You look super fancy. Maynard does prestigitation on the armor and (laughs) cleans it so it looks nice. You you look super fancy and gleaming in the torchlight. (laughs) It's really nice. It's got like enameled bits that obviously don't do anything to make it better armor. But you look cool. It's like the go faster stripes on a car. Yeah, yeah. It just makes it better in a moral sense. Delightful. As you're sitting here, you do start to hear a muffled, repetitive thumping noise from beyond the door you haven't opened yet. I suppose we should probably uh, get to whatever that is then, do you think? No time like the present. Are we ready? Ready as well, everybody. Ready as well, everybody. What do you think would be better for this? Fire or lightning? Lightning? Fire didn't seem to do a whole lot. 
Yes, that's kind of surprising considering all the ice. Yeah. Also, planning, but... Ben, mm-hmm. while we've been taking this break, I think mm-hmm. as much as a promise is a promise, you know, there, there's, 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 there's extenuating circumstances. I'm going to actually put that necklace on. Sure. That's that. You are now wearing your mysterious necklace. Did we get a chance to identify that or did we forget about it? You forgot about it. All right. Oh, you never actually cast it in <laughs> Feel free to unforget about it. Okay. Excellent. Great. Cool. I mean, I know what it is. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. You, did, you, you just, yeah, you didn't get around to doing it. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Let's go. Okay. The door isn't barred. You can just push it open. Cool. It is a, a wood and iron door. Mm-hmm. With frost creeping out from the iron fittings. Mm. I'll take point. On account of okay. being covered in metal. The door creaks as you it's, as you push it, and even through your gauntlet, it is sure. Sorry, you're not wearing gauntlets. Even through your glove, you can feel the cold on the far side, and it swings open into a dark corridor, and the thumping gets louder. You can see another door about 20 feet ahead of you down the corridor. Empty candle sconces on either side. The door at the far end of the the corridor is is heavily decorated and gilded in places and shows a a kind of forest landscape with a a huge figure striding across it. What does the figure look like? Wearing armour, but humanoid flowing hair from underneath their helmet. Mm. Carrying both sword and shield. Very martial. But it doesn't look like a iconic figure from history or anything. You could roll a history check. Twelve. Looks super heroic, but you don't recognise it as anyone specific. Okay. That door, as you look at it, has a wooden bar uh, sorry, no, that is incorrect. That door, as you look at it, has an iron bar that is actually set into the stone on either side. There's like a bracket has been carved out. And the longer you look, you can see the door just shaking slightly in time with the thumps. Hmm. Do you think this being put here to keep something in? Well, I'm pretty sure it's been put there to keep something in. Yeah. Should we look for another way in? I'm not sure if there is. Yeah. I mean, the place we came from has got a secret entrance up into the cathedral, but I doubt this place has a second entrance, especially if it's been locked in. Seems a bit yeah. silly to lock something in then. But then I thought, I thought they were supposed to be brought, you know, food to feast upon or something. But I guess... I don't know, is the answer? It seems like maybe... It's really fixing to break down that door, in which case, I honestly might vote for just letting it, you know? What, just let it break out? Well, if, if it's not broken out by now, do you think it will break out in time for us to defeat it? It might just be sort of really agitated, you know? We could... Hmm. Like, if us being here has sort of gotten it worked up enough that it's going to break out finally, then I definitely would like it to bash itself to bits doing that, you know what I mean? Well, if there is... If there's something in here, and it's been locked in here, then who or what has been putting those animal bodies in the temple upstairs? Well, there's still room... There were still rooms upstairs that we needed to explore as well. And I mean, we've seen plenty of undead creatures. Yeah, but they weren't, they didn't seem smart enough to do that. I I don't know, maybe I'm overthinking it, but... It could be that they're worshipping it, but not wanting to let it go, or something like that. Giving it power? I don't know. Hey, this iron bar, is it like, um, is it literally, like, sealed in? Like, can this bar be lifted from this side? This bar could be lifted from this side. It's just in a couple of... There's a, a an iron bracket on each 
side of the door and well, sorry it's, it's a single door but it's an iron bracket on the door and then also carved into the stone on either side so it's just been lowered into place and could be lifted out there's not a lock sure i don't know i feel pretty good about giving it at least a little while seeing if it we have no idea how much it's how long it's been locked in there if we wanted to wait for it to get out oh, i mean what here for yeah, but, 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 but my whole hypothesis here is just that it's, you know, responding to us being here, and that's now that we are here, and have it strengthened. How much, how much damage do you think a door could even do to something that's big enough to make those kind of sounds by hitting a door? Well, I don't know. But what I don't do is be up close and personal and lift that iron bar. Maynard starts sort of backing away, giving some distance between him and the door. He looks quite perturbed. Can either of you set some sort of magical booby trap or something? Um, not right now. Oh. Worth a thought. Well, if you don't want to be... If you don't want to be near the door when it opens, uh, Ben, if I cast Spiritual Weapon, could I use it to, like, flip the um, bar up, or would that not? I mean, it's the spell isn't really designed, it's not Mage Hand, it's not designed to let you do manipulation of objects, it is designed to make attacks. No, it's not, but I didn't know if I could just bash, you know, bash at the... You could try attacking the iron bar from underneath and hope you get lucky with actually springing it out of place. But Mm -hmm. I think the kind of deliberate push to lift it out would be quite tricky to do with that spell. It's just not designed for that. Yeah, Mm. okay. um, Does the the iron bar look heavier than 10 pounds? There'll be a brief pause while the DM looks up how much 10 pounds is in real money. Because I cannot <laughs> at all think in Imperial. I have no idea how much 10 pounds is. About five kilos. Mm. Mm-hmm. Iron's pretty heavy. It... I'd imagine it is more than 10 pounds. Personally. Yeah. It's a, it's a fairly solid looking bar. Just, let's just give it, give, it, give it a few and see if it breaks through. And if it doesn't, we're in no worse position. We can just press on then. All right. Okay. How long are you waiting? I I'd wait ten minutes. The thumping steadily continues as you're sitting here in the quiet, watching something pounding the other side of this door. With every pound on the door, Maynard sort of twitches a little, and as the as the minutes pass, he starts to get very agitated and very anxious and panicky. And he looks like he's about to have a panic attack. It's just patiently pounding away on that door. It doesn't okay. seem to be making much progress. Look, can we just do something? Can we either, can we either no, go or, no, no, or, no, or no. go? You know, I think you're right. I think you're right. You're right there, Soldier. Um... Yes, it's just, uh, we sort of wait, it sort of feels like I'm waiting to die, and I don't, I don't, I don't ah. like it. Look, we took care of three of the, three of the medium-sized ones, and now it's just one big one. Concentration of force. Trust me, a few, a, a, a well-organized squad can easily overwhelm something, one thing that's a lot bigger than them. Take it from, take it from my experience. All right, we all ready? Um, yes, just, uh, whew. I'm ready. Good to go. All right, Ember, you're with me. Yeah? Yeah. Yep. And you stay right back there, Maynard. No problem there. And you'll want to be in the middle, I'm sure. We've got all the time we need to get in position, and we're just going to open up with overwhelming force, see what we can do to this thing, yeah? Yeah. Oh, wait. One Real quick, let me... And Ember pulls out their... Uh, their holy symbol, and uh, the three of you are now hashtag blessed. Oh, good point. I've got one of them. And I pull out a holy symbol of the Threadmistress. <laughs> of the Threadmistress? 
Of the Threadmistress. Do you do anything with it, or are you just... I just feel like... Holding it. I just feel like it's a handy thing to have. I might wing it okay. if I feel the need. Okay, so you're not doing magic with it, you're just holding up the, the Threadmistress symbol that you got off the cleric in the... Correct. ...previous... Right. Like it I was hurt. very surprised that you suddenly converted. No. Yeah, Rill looks, Rill looks dubiously at this Threadmistress uh, necklace thing. Well, well, it can't hurt. Anyway. I suppose not. I'll tell you what, actually. And I just sort of drop it in front of the door. Okay. It's quite a narrow corridor that you're in. Well. Um, I will let you and Emperor be next to each other for purposes of getting the door open, but, like, it, to fight, you will have to spread out. Emma, how are you behind me? I don't think we can fight side by side like this. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Okay, you're going to be some use there. And we can always swap out if we need to, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, everyone ready? Three, two, one. And I just, like, use my fist and the broom of my... The fist of my sword hand and the broom of my shield to mm-hmm. the bar and step back, trying to time it so that it's, like, you know, it hits and then I lift the bar so I have a chance to step back. You get me? Yeah. Um, roll uh, decks, I guess, for swift dodging. All right. Is it a save? Doesn't matter. Um, oh, that is eighteen. Okay, yeah. You you pull it off. You pry up the iron bar, and you can see the fluffy white frost that's been building up on it over time. You're really glad you're not touching this with your bare hands. Mm. But you pry it up and sort of flip it to the side, and the door swings open towards you. You see a stone room with an arched ceiling. There is light in there coming from behind the creature in the doorway. And the creature in the doorway is huge. It is at least 10 feet tall. It is made of ice and bone, and there isn't enough bone to form the whole skeleton. It has been cracked and shattered and spread apart like an open jigsaw puzzle through the ice that forms most of the creature's body. Even the skull has been broken into pieces and spread out through the enlarged icy head. And from behind the shattered eye sockets, there is a pale blue glow. Both hands extend smoothly out into blades of ice. It looks like this creature has been kicking the door because it doesn't have fingers. It is looking down at all of you as you stand in the doorway of its tomb, and it is raising its arm to swing. Roll initiative. Oh, damn. <laughs> Maynard, how are you always the first? How is your wizard the fastest? I took the alert feat. That would do it. My initiative is plus six. <laughs> Let me write an initiative order real quick. Maynard's first. <laughs> hmm. Lightning, lightning, slashing damage, or lightning? Ooh. Behold the size of my pom-pom. Oh, it's damn. Pom-pom. That is a big... Oh, good lord. Big monster. It's oh, big Jesus. and gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> and first on the initiative is Maynard. Okay. I cast Witch Bolt at third level. Do it. Mm-hmm. And then I get the Bless on top of that. 23. That hits. Okay. Uh, Maynard thrusts forth both of his hands, concentrates for a minute, and a crackle of purple lightning energy erupts from his fingertips and deals 14 lightning damage. Nice. Uh, just a reminder, because I'm not sure we've been doing this right previously, Witch Bolt doesn't just hit every round. You have to use your action to make it hit every round. If you do anything else with your action besides maintain Witch Bolt, uh, it drops. So just bear in mind, because I think we've been doing it as an automatic, and in fact you have to be actively mm-hmm. making it automatically hit, if you see what I mean. I think we have been doing it right. I, I, yeah, I haven't gone back to re-listen and check because we I'm editing way behind where we are. But just, <laughs> just to mention, <laughs> Ember. 
All right. Um... Your choices are do something over Trick's head or scooch past Trick to get into the room, basically. Uh, I'm going to scooch past to get into the room. Mm -hmm. uh, and I am going to hit with Kindler. And that is a 23 to hit as well. Hits. Awesome. Um, and I am going to activate Kindler this time. Um, so to the faint light of whatever is at the back of this room is added the bright flame that blossoms out and forms almost wings along the blades of Ember's battle axe. And that is... Uh... Sorry. <laughs> uh, that nice. is 13 damage. Nice. I can do sums. The creature. Oh, and then um, I actually, I'm going to hit a second time. Oh, or course. try to hit I, a second time. Yeah. Um, that is a, uh, an 18 to hit. Hits. Cool. And that's 19 damage. Very nice. Yeah. It is the Ice Gaunt's go. It's going to raise one of its sword arms and take a swing at Ember. That is 18 to hit. That does hit. Okay. Where's my... I can't roll damage. I've dropped the dice. Heavy sounding die. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's a, it's a fairly chunky thing that you're fighting. Uh, that is twenty damage, slashing damage. Ooh, all right. With its other hand, it is going to take a swing at Trick because it has reach. So even though Trick's not right up in its face, uh, that was twenty five to hit. Yeah, I'd say that hits. Uh huh. But much worse rolls, so 16 slashing damage. I mean, I'm still not a huge fan. You've got a reduction, it's fine. Let me just take a fresh photo, and it is going to be... We're back, we're back. It's going to be Trick's turn. Okay. So, if you say I'm not right up in its face right now, I will get right up in its face. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, hey, that's my sibling! And I'm going to drive my sword right between anywhere that looks like it's got the least connection. <laughs> where sure, the sure. bit of this thing is. The, the weird icy joints that somehow move, yes. Mm. Roll, roll me that attack. Mm, well, that's a 10. That misses. You, you're, you just slide off the ice. Uh, let's give it another try. Mm, that's a 9. I'm a bit desperate. You are, and it's making your swing a little less precise than it could be. So I'm going to... Did you, did you add bless to the... Oh, um... I did not, but I'm not sure it's really going to make any difference with those rolls. Okay. Um, not going to be enough, sorry. Yeah. Um, okay, so... I'm getting, a bit, um, I'm getting a bit desperate now. I need to get this thing's attention. So I call on my deepest reserve of strength. And I swing it again. Go for it. Ooh, that's more... Spend those actions. Sorry? I said spend those actions. Spend those actions. That is a 14. That's a miss. I've got another one in me. Um, <laughs> the, the attack action. Oh! Yeah, which means... Oh, yeah, I imagine that will hit. Um, that was a 30. If that doesn't hit, I have some problems. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, oh, my God. How badly have you been rolling to previously be getting nines? Well, I did just roll a 23 on the dice. So, you know, it helps. A, a, a 23 on the... It's a, it's a 90. It does bless as well. It does, it does work when you remember there's a d4 as well. Yes. <laughs> right, yes. Right. <laughs> so is that, that's not a natural 20. That was a 19 plus a 4? Yes, yes. Okay, yes. It does hit, however. Um... Cool. Fantastic. 
I'm marking it. Um, cool. I have my watchful eye on it, and I will roll myself. D8 plus, oh, I do five slashing damage. Every little helps. Uh, wait, I might have another action still, because... Um, <laughs> oh yeah, this is the fighter thing. I don't get jack shit, but I can occasionally. Yeah, you get action surges. You get to hit it all the times with your swords. Yeah. I have done. I am out of action surges, but you get a bonus action. I think. Uh, yes, which I will not be using just yet. So I am, in fact, done. Okay. Uh, real big horrid thing. Fighters wailing on it. Sometimes missing. Okay. Uh, well, I am going to, uh, I am going to try to, uh, hit it with a guiding bolt, mm-hmm. and also use my bonus action to try and, uh, hit it with my phantasmal mace. Yes, because there's a bonus action to cast that as well, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Uh, one of them is going to be a... 22. Yeah, your guiding uh, bolt hits. Yep, guiding bolt. And uh, then my spiritual weapon is going to be a 14. The, the, well, roll the damage for guiding bolt first. Okay. Uh, 13. Okay. And that is... And um, then the, the nature of guiding bolt is, I believe it just gives the next attack advantage, correct? Yes. So I believe your spiritual weapon therefore gets advantage. Okay, I'll take it. Uh, and that was radiant damage, if that makes any difference. It does have some resistances, so it's good to know. Uh, no, the other one's definitely not going to hit. That was a uh, seven. Yeah, sadly, your, your spiritual mace just bounces off its natural toughness. That was definitely a sentence in English. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, top of the round, we are, we are back to Maynard. Which belt is still going if you want to? Push it again. Yes, I would like to do another witch bolt, so I roll a d12. That is 10 lightning damage. Nice. Um, Ember, you're up. I'm going to cast Shield of Faith on myself with my bonus action. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I'm going to swing with Kindler. Uh, That is probably not going to hit. Yeah, no, that is a 12. Sadly, no. Um, gonna swing the other direction for a 19. That hits. You, you, your fiery blade bites into its icy thigh. Excellent. Um, and I am going to Divine Smite this one. Do it. Uh, do I have enough D8s? No, I will have to re-roll one of these. Okay, so that is uh, 12 slashing damage, 8 fire damage, and 9 radiant damage. Okay, thank you. Got it. It's like a rainbow damage. Yeah. Uh, the Gaunt is going to have a go at Trick with its first swing. Ooh, not very good. Uh, 17 to hit. No, that clangs right off the arm. Um, with the other, because it is not very bright, it will have a go at Ember. Ah, with disadvantage. 16. That does not hit. <sighs> so due to Trick's marking it, it tries to go for you, but the magic just kind of... Tugs its swing just off. I don't know if it's actually magic. It's magic. No, it's more just I'm always on it. Stop. It's it's yeah. Trick just kind of twitches the shield up just enough to stop that blow. Uh, and that that is its move. Is it's it has made two swings. It has missed twice. Um, trick. Excellent. Well, why mess with the winning formula? I'm going to hit it with the sword. I mean, I don't know what you're expecting to say on the combat round. I hit it with the sword. I do it twice. <laughs> but I do need you to say That's it. That's fair. That's true. So yeah, the first one, I think I'm on 22, is probably going to find its way home. That will hit. Yeah, I am experienced. I feel weirdly comfortable now, you know? Like, like oh, yes. 
This is the normal way to fight against something that is heavily armoured and far larger than you. Um, it's a great big horrible monster from unnatural origins. This is the day job. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm pressing my I'm pressing my body right up close to it. Um, yeah. So that I can just be inside its guard all the time, just jabbing at joints, pretty much trying to just chip away the ice that's holding its body together. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, with a 22, I imagine I do hit. You do hit with a 22. That's good. Oh, that's especially good because I just rolled 11 slashing damage. Nice. Hmm. Um, and that's so good. I think I'm, I probably got a little, a little like, you know, I'm dug into the ice a bit, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just going to try and twist very hard as I pull it out. Um, does a 24 hit? Oh, I suppose it must. Yes. Um, and that will be eight damage. Once again, as I just widen this gap in the ice. Yeah, just trying to propagate the cracks. Frill. Hmm. Uh, Alrighty, I'm going to pull a little uh, piece of iron out and try and cast Hold Person on uh, the Gant. Okay. It has to make a Wisdom saving throw or be paralyzed. Let me just check something. Because I'm not sure this qualifies as a person. It's a humanoid. The only specification is humanoid. I checked to make sure it didn't. Know it, it was fine for it being you know, undead and, and whatnot. Got you there. I mean, I have a feeling that humanoid does actually mean, like, per, like I think it has a technical meaning that is not just four limbs and a head in D&D. Well, a humanoid is a... a... I mean, it... Oh, actually, yeah. If it doesn't apply to undead, it's it will say it doesn't apply to undead. Well, no, because it specifies that it applies to humanoids, which means people, not things that are humanoid shaped uh, in D anD. d If we look at the basic skeleton, um, it's actually its creature type is actually undead, not humanoid. Yeah, mm. it's not a humanoid. It is an undead. Okay. So it it automatically fails. I'm afraid. Uh, all right. You, have, you okay. have targeted something that is just not vulnerable to that spell okay well uh then i'm gonna take a crack at it with my spiritual weapon and yeah go for it it is it is provably vulnerable to being hit in the face okay <laughs> smack it in the face a bunch well the, the face you are the only person who could currently reach the face because the face is like, way higher oh, that's true yeah i don't think it would do anything i don't think it feels pain uh but you know every little bit helps uh that is a 14 to try that and is unfortunately a miss okay yeah I mean, you make an impact, but it just kind of scrapes across the surface of the ice. Doesn't Ready. doesn't get I deep enough st- to really do any damage. I will stay in this little hallway and hope it does not try and reach me. Probably for the best. Yeah, sorry about that, dude. But yeah. No, it's okay. It blame D and D for having confusing technical terms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maynard, you're up. Right. How's the how's the thing looking? You've been, between you all, injuring it. It's definitely taking damage. It's got these white cracks running through previously clear ice. Mm, but it doesn't look like it's going to fall anytime soon. It, it's, it's got at least more than a stab with a butter knife in it, yeah. Okay, I'm going to break Witch Bolt, and I'm going to cast... Well, actually, have I, got, have I got clear line of sight, or is Trick and Real still on the way? Chicken and Rill are both in front of you. Um, it, I mean, it's fuzzy because people, you need five feet of space to fight in, but people are not actually five feet wide. So if you mm. lean around and pick your moment, I would let you have line of sight. It's not like there's a wall in the way. Excellent. Uh, I'm going to cast Lightning Bolt. Stick to a winning formula. Hell yeah. All right, let's have a go. <laughs> Uh, can it make me a dexterity save, please? DC 15. It can. Stats and everything. It's not got very much dex because it's huge. No, failed. 12. Have it take 36 points of light. <laughs> all of the little cracks that all of the weapons have been making in it 
you can see the lightning run along all of them and widen all of them just a bit. Wizards, y'all. Wizards. But that that was a significant hit. Damn. Sufficiently so that I now have to try and do sums. <laughs> Which are not my best skill. All of the hair on the back of Rill's neck just stands on end as this gigantic bolt of lightning flies past his head. <laughs> yeah, just just misses clipping your left ear. Maynard sort of pants, having exhausted himself quite a lot with that spell. And says, sorry I didn't give you any warning. That's... Uh, next time, shout, maybe. I, I do not want to get in the way of that. <laughs> Ember, you're up. Alright. Uh, that's another 13, which misses. That misses. And then an 18. That hits. Divine smiting again. This time second level. Uh, uh, so that is uh, 17 slashing and 6 radiant. Looking hurt. It, well, it's, hurt isn't quite a word that applies to creatures of ice and bone. It's looking structurally damaged. <laughs> and it is going to take a swing at you with its ice sword at disadvantage because it is marked. Uh, that was 18. Misses. All right. It swings. It cl- clashes off your armor. Second swing at trick. 19. Oh, that almost gets me, but I put my shield in the way. Too good. Too good. And it's rolling really low today. <laughs> That's its turn. It's not going to go anywhere. It, it's made its two attacks. That's what it's going to do. Um, and it is tricks to go. All right, well, uh, seeing that those gaps are wider now, I'm just going to keep hacking at them. I'm really wishing I had a sort of, like, ice pick now. <laughs> <laughs> that would be not enough, even if I had a Z4. So the first one goes completely wide, um, and the second one goes even wider. Uh, <laughs> oh, dear. Um, given that I assume even a 14 wouldn't hit, I'm uh, no, 14 I've, I've just I'm swinging at it, but I am kind of blinded, so it's a bit hard to make a solid contact with it. Yeah, there's all these after images from a lightning bolt, and it's just making it really hard to aim. Mm. And now, because what you're seeing is fractured purple veins. Now I know how real feels. <laughs> 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 real, it's your turn. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, hearing that, real is going to do his best to add to this confusion by um, casting a third level guiding bolt at this uh, Gant and uh, open hits. Uh, okay, plus 23. Hits. Alrighty. And. Uh, that's going to be 24 points of radiant damage. Yeah, you raise your holy symbol and this flare of light streaks out from it and hits this creature in the spine where its belly would be if it wasn't dead and shatters it up and down along the spinal column and it twitches as it falls and takes a long time to come to rest on the floor. But it falls. <laughs> yes. Fantastic. So you may not, what did I tell you? Just um I suppose you're right. He looks quite exhausted. Small squad versus big monster. Always always works out. Of note, although it has fallen, that blue light from behind the eye sockets still glowing. Mm. Should do something about that. Can I investigate it, please? Oh, don't get, don't don't get close to it. Stay a healthy distance away. Uh, if I need to, manip- if I need to manipulate it, I will use mage hand. Okay, yeah. I mean, some of the chunks are quite big, but <coughs> it's not like it's resisting anymore. What would you like me to roll? Uh, investigation, please. Twenty-seven. 
That's a natural 20. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, there is an object of some kind behind the broken pieces of skull in the ice that is giving off that light. It's not a generalized glow. There is some very small thing inside it that is giving off that light. I'd like to try and get it out. You will need to pretty much smash it open to get to it, but you can take some time to do that. Ember, Trick, can you help me get it out? I need smashing. Yeah, of course. Uh, All right. Could you not? I, I turned to roll. Could you not hit it with that mace thing from a distance? I could do that. Just and I will. I will uh, attempt to smash the head open, and uh, I don't think it's a delicate enough tool to try and not smash whatever is inside of it. But I'll give it my best go. Okay. Um, it is still. Physically quite tough, but it's no longer resisting. So if you miss, you can just take another swing. And it takes the rest of the the minute that your weapon will last for Mm -hmm. to gradually smash your way through this solid lump of bone and ice to uncover whatever is inside of it. But you can do so. Um, What you see, Maynard, as it gradually breaks away into chunks is a small stone or a shard of a stone not quite it doesn't quite look as clear as a gemstone it is a shard of pale blue stone it is glowing it is about half an inch long can i make an arcana check sure can i make a religion check sure didn't Longflight ask us to bring back something like this specifically for them? Was it? I thought it was like no. Uh, bits I, of the only thing I remember is Azar asked us to bring back uh, yeah. the bits of uh, bandolier and, and whatnot. Yeah. Ah. Uh, okay, so I th- I, just because I think there might have been some some poor communication on my part because I you, physically you could not see the gestures. In the conversation you had with Azar, this looks like one of those stones, and it was the stones he was pointing at, not like the uh, armor itself. Oh, okay. okay. Right. And this, this does look like one of those stones. I rolled a 10. It definitely looks like mag- magical in some way. Uh, I rolled a 15. I think with a 15, you'd have a pretty good guess that whatever it is, you're not sure what it is. But whatever it is, it is this object is probably the cause of the undead. This is okay. what's been animating everything. Maynard will use Mage Hand to lift the stone and catch it in a in a piece of, piece of, of cloth uh, from his his pack and tie it up in a bundle. Hey, can 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 we can I recall um, if Azars was glowing or was it just a you know dull stone? They looked vibrant and bright, but it was broad daylight when you saw them. And down here in the dark, that might be causing the difference. It's, you can't rule out that there was a glow to them, but they weren't as bright as this. But maybe that was the daylight. Okay. Oh, Lord's Tears, my horse. And Trick goes sort of charging back towards the stairs. Just to, just to have a quick peek. I'll not, hopefully I'll, I'll not encounter anything, but I do, I do want to just go check on the horse. Okay. I just want- you, you, you charge past the cadavers and up the stairs and through a room full of bones and ice shards and across a hall and up some more stairs. And as you are coming up those stairs, no, 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 no. there we're is... up more stairs. We're only one, oh, we, are we two floors down now? Yeah, no, you are, you are two flights down. Oh, it's sub-basement. Oops. Oh. You've got to go up the oh. spiral stairs oh. as well as the ones. I'm yeah. going to be out for it. As you are coming up the spiral stairs, you hear whinnying and an eagle chick screaming. No. Oh. Wait. That's probably bad. That's probably wait. Uh, yeah, that's bad. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, that's not a good thing. I want to at least. Well, I thought that might just be them arguing. I don't know. 
I'm going to at least get, get a visual on them. You, you can find a door. You can get a visual. Uh, Arvid and your horse are being harassed. Or... Bye. It looks like 30 seconds previously they were being harassed. Mm. By black birds and as you look closer, some of those aren't birds at all. Some of those were bats. But all of the bodies have now dropped to the floor where they are. The ice that formed half of the bodies has started to shatter and melt out. And you can see how distorted and stretched out the skin and the flesh of these creatures was. Both Horse and Arvid have small wounds from Mm. being harassed by these creatures. Neither of them look seriously injured. Mm. Um, But it's probably a good thing that you dealt with the big one downstairs before those two bears (laughs) found their way across the pit at the entrance of this castle, Mm. where you can see, as you look through the gate of the castle itself and through the gate in the outer wall, you can see the bodies of two bears that have similarly fallen down and returned to lifelessness. Cool. I'm going to go and soothe the horse before she breaks her ankles. She, she, she is, yeah, you can do that. She's, she has been harassed rather than seriously injured because these were just crows and little bats, like hand-sized bats. Hmm. Uh, but she's had a bad day. Yeah. Fine. The eagle uh, jumps into your arms. Oh. Aww. Well, hello there, you. And I'll try and simultaneously soothe it and sort of surreptitiously check over for any more serious wounds that it might be hiding. Has definitely been pecked a bit. Um, has been clawed a bit. Looks okay. Doesn't look like anything vital has been hit. Cool. Good. Good. Um... Well, glad I came to check on them, certainly. Um, yeah, if you'd taken a full-on short rest, then the bears would have found their way back in. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't really. At which point you would have heard screaming, but I would have let you try to save them. I wouldn't have just murdered Arvid. Oh, good. <laughs> good. <laughs> a benevolent DM. I no promises about my horse. Your horse <laughs> is not a person. Yeah, that's fair, actually. That's fair. <laughs> As we know, horses are terrible people. <laughs> All right, I'm going to find something treat-like for the horse, and I think Arvid will carry down now that the threat seems to have passed. Yeah, give your horse a bit of, I don't know, dried fruit or something. I don't know what horses like. Sugar cubes. Sugar I think they like fruit. They like sugar lumps. They like apples. Yeah. They like apples. Hey. They like fingers. Mm. <laughs> It's not that, that, that as a slur on the horses. It's not that they like fingers. It's that they physically cannot see your fingers because their nose is in the way. Mm. <laughs> so they kind of have to guess what it is they're actually biting. Approach horses from the side. <laughs> yes. Feed them with a flat hand. They will not eat your fingers on purpose, but they will eat your fingers. <laughs> anyway, you carry our way back downstairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're kind of just pressed into your chest because they're really scared. Oh, baby. You are carrying around a toddler on your adventures. By this occasionally talking eagle, but you know. I'm I'm pretty (laughs) with animals and with kids. I'm just not sentimental about animals, generally. But this one is to also be... It talks sometimes, which is weird, but also makes it more of a person, so... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right now, not talking, but definitely very scared and definitely recognises you as... At least less scary than undead bats. Mm-hmm. But Trick returns carrying a somewhat injured, you know, scrapes and scratches of it. I'm going to lay on hands. <laughs> Good idea. Please roll the, uh, <laughs> or, or what is lay on hands is a, you make the, you decide for yourself, don't you? To lay on yep. Hands. Yep. Uh, ha- how injured do they look? Pretty good at medicine. <laughs> Just looking up their uh, their hits. I mean, they are a substantial bird. So yeah, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you that 
currently at the size they currently are, they have 10 hit points, and they've probably lost four of them. Okay, I will give them four hit points. They they are much relieved, and <laughs> also very keen to snuggle into your arms, because they're a baby bird, and baby birds are cuddly. There you go, little guy. Right. Yeah. Nothing too serious with that one or the or the horse, and it was some birds and that little things, but um, everything's dropped dead now, so I think it was a good idea to go for the ice school first. Definitely. suppose we better figure out what else is going on down here. Um, yeah, can we look in this room and see if there's any... Yes, let's investigate. Is anything of interest? So the most or obvious value. thing is there's a great big sarcophagus in the middle of the room. Ooh. The lid hasn't been slid off. It's just been, like, bashed through from underneath over time as this thing climbed out of its grave. Is this sarcophagus, like, people-sized? Like, like human-sized? Or is it, like, it's, bigger? It's big and impressive, but the inside is for a human. It's just been built on a, you know, a, a big slab of stone to make it a big, impressive sarcophagus. But it is not giant-sized. It is human-sized. Uh, okay. Uh, you also see in here there is... Um, carved out from the wall um, at the back. What looks like a small altar or a little shrine, it has bits of religious uh, accoutrements on it. It has, you know, some long, long burned out um, ashes of incense on it. And it has the source of the light in here, which is a lantern that is gently glowing the color of firelight but it has no flicker to it and the um the shutters of the lantern in, in front have been pierced like it's, it's an iron lantern and the way it was crafted it has a sim a, a symbol on the front that is rays of light but coming out from a dark center hmm. and the what wall at the back of that shrine is painted similarly is that recognisable to us as a, a god that we'd know? Given that you are a cleric and, you know, would know the basic and most obvious iconography of most of the gods, I'm going to say yes. Uh, you would recognise this as originally a shrine to the Merciful Dark, who was the god of the state of being dead and of dying, but who is himself now gone. And the lantern is to the same, is also to the Merciful Dark? Yes, yes. The whole can setup. I, can I make a, some kind of arcana check on it? Uh, or religion check to see... It, like, is the lantern magical? Is it powered by, like, a, a godly magic? What's going on with the lantern? Um, roll religion, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a dirty 20. The Merciful Dark is dead. And whatever power he had, whatever power was in this shrine to keep what lay here dead or to keep lanterns burning is gone. So if this is still burning, it's arcane, not divine. Okay. You also see in this room, there is an armor stand containing a set of full plate and a fur cloak has been set over the top of that. It's a very lush, dense fur, possibly beaver, something like that. Very heavy fur with a heavy golden clasp at the front. There is a spear set on a stand of its own and a standard, a battle standard. So it has a, you know, it's, it's a, a wooden pole with a cross piece and a banner hanging from that and a, a, an iron, a gilded iron symbol on top. And the symbol on both the banner and the iron headpiece is a fist within a circle of thorns. Can I roll history to uh, see if I can identify what the symbol represents or what the house? Oh, Twelve. You would recognise it as um, it is one of the symbols that, you know, 
a noble house of the forest uh, who have at times produced monarchs. Okay. Ah. I think for a twelve, you would have to probably go and look up. I make a little. I make a little sketch of the symbol in my notebook for later perusing. Yeah, I mean, you you can probably find somewhere to look up the name that attaches to that symbol. But I think with that role, you just recognise that it is a, a symbol of a noble house of the forest. The only other thing is, if you take the time to sort of look through what's left in the sarcophagus, there is a, a golden signet ring, just lying in the bottom with the same no it's a different symbol it's a howling wolf head and um, with a an oak leaf huh. behind it all right i think we're sort of at liberty to shake this place down now i don't think there's anything coming for us there was another upstairs room too wasn't there yeah you have not explored the whole of upstairs by any means yeah, there's a good yeah. bit. There's a bit above the dining hall. Cool. You also have not explored the whole of of the of the underground part of this place either. Oh, cool. Because you sensibly decided to go for the source of the cold, which was where the problem was. Yes. Should we uh, should we explore down here first and work our way up, or? Yeah, let's do that. Hold on. Oh. Do we need a rest first? Very good. I mean, well, I could, well, I've still got a bunch of lay on hands points if anybody needs healing. Well, I mean, I could, we're not under any pressure. Well, I think it's, I think it's, yeah, have a sit, though I'd rather be awesome down here. Cool. All right. Let's have a short rest. Are you having it down here? Are you going back upstairs? What are you doing? Just so I know where you I'd are. I'd definitely rather get up to, um, up to be with the horse. Not a problem. It's watering and feeding as well. Yeah, you, you do not encounter opposition on the way. Um, the rest of you can now see this sort of scattered bodies of of crows and bats that um, have amassed in the courtyard from where they were harassing Arvid and the horse. Um, and the two dead bears outside the castle gates that have not made their way in to harass anyone. How long have we been going? I just want to check them. It may, in fact, be time to call it there and pick up on um, finishing looting this castle next episode. Sounds good. Sounds good. Great. You killed the largest pom-pom yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. Well, you know, if you ever face a dragon, obviously it's got to be bigger. Eventually we're just fighting, like, a cheerleading pom-pom? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just your tiny little stars around a pom-pom the size of your head. Not gonna lie, that sounds fantastic. It would be hard to miss. Yeah, probably. It's, it's the bit where it attacks you back that's the problem. <laughs>